That's into right field. Long run for Pilar. And Pilar all out into foul territory to make the play. Bogarts with a drive out to right field. Judges back on it, and that one's gone. Against all odds, here's a high fly ball driven deep to right. Verdugo back to the pen. Leaps up. He caught it. He caught the ball. He took it back. And I will keep on waiting for a better day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pesky Poll Podcast. My name is Robert, your host every single week. Welcome to the show for all those new people out there. I know there are a ton of you. Now today, we have a good friend of the Pesky Poll Podcast, somebody who I've had on the show once already back in episode four. The real, real OGs will remember this guy. Most of you won't, though, so I want to reintroduce you to him. His name is Brendan Salucci. Now, Brendan was a relief pitcher slash closing pitcher for the Low Spinners back in 2019. Obviously, in 2020, we didn't have any minor leagues. And in 2021, we don't know where he's going to be yet, but he is still part of the Red Sox organization. It was really, really cool to sit down and talk with him again. He's just one of the most laid-back and chill guys. As you could see, this interview really wasn't even an interview. It was, I want to talk about this, 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 this. But it, it just kind of flowed, you know. And if you guys saw the original interviews I've done, it was very much question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. Now that I've gotten used to it, I've gotten really good with like actually having a human conversation. So with that being said, stick around for the end, to obviously to hear all of what Brendan has to say. But I do have a tape coming at the end. I'm obviously, um, as you will see, I'm recording this the day after just because I had a little stuff going on. But right now I'm recording this on Sunday. The last episode, episode 45, just came out. So if y'all haven't seen that, go check out episode 45 with my boy Adam, host of our Fumble Rooski podcast. So... Getting the social plugs out of the way, I do run a sports podcasting network called Amateur Hour Sports Network. We have this podcast underneath the name, which I am the host of, and we'll have continuous guests coming around every every possible chance I get. So the people watching on YouTube, you get to see this beautiful face as is every single week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you see every time I go live. And Spotify and iTunes gang, I never, ever forget about you guys. How y'all doing today? Actually, I think I did. I don't think the Spotify episode is posted yet. Got to get on that. But make sure you hit that follow button so you see every time I go live. We also have the Fumble Rooski podcast. If y'all are into football, go check out that podcast. Hosted by my boy Adam Wright, which you saw in episode 45, and two of his friends, Brian and Justin. Those guys go in-depth about everything football. Go check them out. And we have a basketball podcast, too, with two of my friends from up north, two Canadians, called the Two Compass podcast they're always laying down the greatest basketball takes go check them out one last thing before we get into it brendan salucci goes on to talk about how he has this um i don't really want to spoil what he's going to say but he is selling merch that um spreads positivity about mental awareness and i was talking to him off camera i said look when you drop that merch let me know i'm gonna be the first one to cop it and i'm gonna make sure because 50 percent of his earnings go towards um, a mental organization, a mental health organization. And he looked at me and he said, no, 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 you're getting it free. Just tell me where to ship it and I'm shipping it to you. So that's just the kind of guy this guy is. I told him once we get to know the organization, I'm going to make a donation personally to them. So I don't feel like, so, you know, the profits and the proceeds are still going where they're supposed to be. But that being said, let me reintroduce you guys to one of the good friends of the Pesky Poll podcast. Brendan Salucci. Let's get right into the interview. All right, guys, with me today for the second time, we have Lowell Spinners pitcher Brendan Salucci. Brendan, how you doing today? Doing well. Thank you for having me again. It's good to see you. Man, it's great to have you back on because when Ari and I originally started this podcast, we never thought we would get somebody on the podcast that quickly. This was like our yeah. fourth episode. So when I saw originally that you would just, that you had agreed to come on, yeah, we were shocked. Not gonna uh, lie to you, we were shocked. Uh, it's my it's my pleasure. I, I I love doing this stuff. I love uh, being a part of it, talking to you guys. You guys are awesome people, so it's it's awesome to be associated with you. And like and like I said, um, we had I had this one guy that um was writing for me for a while, mm -hmm. and um I asked, he's like, hey, you know anyone that 
could maybe do an interview with me and I send him your way. I think his um his website's called a bloop and a blast. I think yeah. interview with him. Yeah, he he wrote an awesome article on me. It was hilarious because like he asked it, we we went through like a normal interview and all that. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end he asked, like, do you have any like special talents or anything? And I was like, Oh, I've been dancing since i was little and so he made the oh, whole really? article around me dancing and i thought it was the funniest thing because it took such a turn dude why didn't i ask you that when i was i don't know I mean, my first interview? because yeah. um i think i told you this the first i'm a college student i'm a senior in college yeah. and i'm mm-hmm. a dancer oh are that's you really? one of the weirdest things that's hilarious like, yeah that's awesome what, uh, what kind of what kind of dance if you don't mind me asking so, yeah so when i was little i like i always kind of felt like i had a rhythm but um i loved michael jackson when i was little <laughs> yeah. and it was funny because i was telling uh him that uh groom jason groom and i talked about this a little while ago we, when we, we were both little we would both like practice the moonwalk mm-hmm. and for like a week straight in my family room my parents were getting so annoyed with me because i would just kept trying the moonwalk until i figured it out and now i like it, i remember it like that and after that like i kind of learned i was like wow this is like this is cool and i felt like i had the rhythm and then i just like started lo- loving to like learn more and more dance moves and it all pertains to like hip-hop and stuff like that because that's the music i listen to but mm. any type of like upbeat music that like you can, you can dance to and stuff like that like I, I i love that stuff man that that is awesome because you hear you hear all these stories about baseball players and um, I know rugby players are very into it. Take a lot of dance classes for really? balance, agility, coordination. Yeah, it makes and total all, sense. And especially ballet. Like, yeah, I know the the lot of people that are just like, oh, guys, don't do ballet and all this. But mm-hmm. if for any guys that have done it, ballet is one of the hardest things to do. Like I've done ballet and baseball. I've never done any like organized um, or like choreographed type dance before, but yeah, no, I went to uh, my high school was very like uh, advocated a lot for the performing arts. So I had a lot of friends that did musical theater and dance and all that. And yeah, I can attest to that very much. I I hear it is one of the hardest things to do just just about as hard as any sport. Man, that is awesome because um, uh, you remember Ari, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, unfortunately, he had to leave the podcast for a while because he's got all his college stuff to do. Yeah, this happened just last week, two weeks ago. Gotcha. And that's how that's how him and I met. Him and I danced together for really nine, ten years. That's awesome. Yeah, that that's crazy. I never thought. <laughs> but um, so that was all tangent. But my first question. <laughs> so it it's obviously been what like we did the interview in April, late yeah. March, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. Um, how has everything been going for you since March when it comes to your training in baseball? Because I know, obviously, like we said, we didn't have a season or anything like that. Exactly. So it's been, it's been different. So how's it yeah. been for you about that? When we, uh, so when we first talked, it, I was still kind of like um, really like hoping that we would have some sort of season or something. Oh, yeah. At that point, we um, didn't know. Yeah, at that point, we didn't know. But, um, I mean, through – throughout the time over the summer and all that, I was at home. I would go and I'd, I'd throw to, I, I, I actually was kind of good in an instance because I got to work on things that I wouldn't normally work on in games. And I would go throw live to my buddies around here just to get some competition in stuff like that. And um, it really helped me, honestly. Um, uh, I was able to like kind of refine some skills Um and then uh, it was a little tough not having, like, the coaches and all those guys around. But after that, we had instructs in the fall, which was a lot of fun. Um, just be, Like, it obviously wasn't a normal season, but we went up to play the Rays. We played a lot of inner squads. So, like, looking back on it, it's better than having, like, absolutely nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and since then, like, we, uh, I, 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 I pitched pretty well there. I was very happy with how I performed. And then – went out the off season and um for the holidays i'm i'm back up home so that kind of catches us up to now but yeah it was a, it was a good year overall despite the like complications that we faced as like the whole, the whole world basically yeah no this this year i'd like to say has really been like a test to all of us to see how we thrive under a terrible situation exactly and yeah. you know that's that's i'm always one of those people that's more of a positive thinker when it comes mm-hmm. to that kind of stuff. So instead of saying, Oh, I didn't get to go to college for um, 
for the semester. I'm stuck in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, you know, all that. Yeah. I took it as more of a positive to say, Hey, I got to do a ton with this podcast mm-hmm. and I've gotten all these different experiences living in a new place and all that. So yeah, I can, I can see that it's try and find the positives. Yeah, everything, even absolutely. though this year has sucked. Thank God we're in 2021. <laughs> but um, so over the summer, I've been keeping up a lot with you, seeing all your Instagram stories and stuff like that. Yeah. And I saw you were working out with a team called the, I think if, um, tell me if I'm saying this wrong, the Alpha Athletics Juice Pigs. Yes. Get it? So basically during the time that I was home, um, you know, do you know who Chris Cotillo is? Uh, Chris, that name sounds Red, familiar. I think so. The Red Sox beat writer. He yep. actually did an interview with me on this. It was funny. Um, so basically, it was a men's league team. That's just what we did. It was a bunch of me and my buddies. We made a men's league team. Called it the Juice Pigs. Probably not the most professional name. To say I, I love the logo. I but love yeah, the logo. It was, it was fantastic. Like, just to, I have to say this every time someone brings it up. We don't condone or support any type of steroids or anything like that. Mm-hmm. All jokes. Um, yeah, we, we basically played on some backfields, had a great time. I hadn't had that much fun playing baseball since probably high school. It was it was just a blast. I, even one of the games, um, I went and uh, some, somebody was showing up late, so I went and I played shortstop. And oh, really? the, first, the first inning, the first hitter hits one of me at shortstop. And I made the play. It was probably like most unathletic, like <laughs> shortstop we'll ever see out there. But it, it, hey, we got the out. That's all that matters. <laughs> did you did you get any at bats? I was I, I was get, swinging. I did get an at bat. the The swing was uh, not pretty. I haven't had a real at bat since high school, so about four years now. Yikes! Uh, and um, yeah, I uh, I struck out, but I went down swinging. wasn't afraid. wasn't afraid. Hey, that that's how to be. But yeah. all I gotta say about that is if Bartol Cologne can hit a home run, yeah. anybody can hit a home run. <laughs> all right, so I, I have faith in you. Next time you're over there, I have maybe, faith. Maybe one day. <laughs> all right, get get some more at bats in. But which which one did you enjoy more, playing with the spinners and with the minor league organizations, or playing with that uh, Juice Pigs team? I think definitely the spinners, uh, mostly because like baseball, like there, there, there's a combination of like I always believe you it only becomes work when you stop having fun. So no matter what, I'm always going to have fun out there. Um, and with the spinners, just like the environment, like being able to learn so much from so many different people um, and being able to like have a crowd around you that supported us so much as they did. Like we had so many fans there every night. Um, that was just a wonderful environment and probably like the best way that I could be introduced to professional baseball. Um, and not to say like that anything bad about like the juice pigs obviously mm-hmm. it wasn't uh, like it was just it was kind of like a sandlot type game yeah and that was what was so fun it was it would make me think back to like watching the sandlot the kids would just go out there and play and that's that's just how I felt I felt like I, I just turned 22 and I was like I'm playing a kid's game with my friends it was it was fun no exactly that's see because um with me I always played center field throughout high school love mm-hmm. the game wanted to play in college yeah. wasn't good enough to hit college I did that like 400 my senior year though <laughs> i just i just tried to go d1 when i should have gone like d3 but yeah and then you look because you know with baseball you don't play for a while you lose all your skill that's uh-huh. that's how it goes but um yeah i want to do that too like i want to get back out there and just play the game for fun yeah just, just have that great. kind of environment because that that honestly sounds amazing right now just go out and just play yeah but, i i always think that's like a like a subtle part of the game that's been lost there's just so much pressure to like be like, okay, kids are committing when they're like 14 years old. So there's never that little period of time where you're just like out there and travel ball having fun. There's always, is this scout going to be there? Oh, is this tournament so important for like st- certain things? And it just gets caught up in like the politics of baseball at such a young age when you should just be having fun. Mm-hmm. Now that's, that's a hundred percent, especially when like with younger kids, the way they learn, the most is by having fun. Yeah. So you just need to make absolutely make the game as fun as possible, and mm-hmm. that's why I said like I really like that idea of just going out and just having fun sometimes. Yeah, and plus you were still obviously gaining some mm-hmm. um, skill while you were there too. So absolutely, yeah, better than yeah, better than just throwing to a catcher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. So this is a question that Ari and I have been wondering for a while now. All right. 
Last time we talked, uh, you told us about a deal of yours with, you had with a college buddy. I think his name is Connor Peller, something uh, like that. Connor Peller, yeah. Yep. So for the people who don't know, um, you said whoever could hit 100 faster would buy the steak dinner or would get a steak dinner from the other. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask, have you won the steak dinner yet? Neither of us has, and it's so <sighs> funny because – we we we've we've gotten a tick up. I believe I have hit uh, ninety eight. I think but, you posted that in your Instagram story, and I saw it. You hit ninety eight. Yeah, I hit ninety eight, but we have not gotten to one hundred yet. I do. I'm I'm not gonna say like obviously we'll never know, but I am confident if we had like a full season, maybe like the adrenaline would have hit enough to where I did it. But um, no, I yeah, neither of us had it because Connor actually got drafted. Um, or uh, free agent signed with the Yankees and the Yankees had him um, shut down from throwing because they didn't have a season. Mm-hmm. So he just worked out a lot. So he didn't play at all this year or, or uh, pitching any like high intensity games. And obviously we didn't have a full season. Um, but yeah, so I think that, I think this next year, 2021 is when is going to be the deciding factor for us because we'll both have a uh, full seasons and uh, we're both getting pretty close. What's the fastest he's hit? I think he's hit 97 or 98, too. He, he's – the kid throws hard. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited. To, uh, he's a Yankee, but, like, I'm really excited to see what he does. That kid's one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going to lie. That's been one of the things on my bucket list because when, when I was playing um, at my high school, it was lower known in the middle of yeah. Maine. So, you know, mm-hmm. not necessarily – you don't have a ton of athletes coming out of Maine. But, like, uh-huh. maybe two yeah. come out of Maine that go D1. But fastest I've – hit against was probably 88, 89, somewhere yeah. there. That's one of my bucket lists is to face against professional, like, pitching <laughs> somewhere up there in that like 90. Stand in there and see what it's like. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'm not going to lie. I'd probably piss myself, but <laughs> I, I want I want to get the experience. I want to see what it's like for professional players. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think about that, too, and then I just I see what some of my buddies are throwing, and I'm just like, I'm good. But <laughs> when uh, when one of my friends is throwing like an eighty-eight mile an hour slider, that that's something that I'm just like, okay, I think I'll uh, I'll I'll come in and see what it's like, but I'm not planning on staying there. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> give me give me one or two pitches, and then yeah. I, I'll be I'll leave that to the professionals. <laughs> All right, but um, I want uh, last time we were talking, I wanted to talk to you about your um training regimen. So mm-hmm. take me through a typical um Brennan Salucci week when it comes to your training, like okay. how would you go about um, your gym training? Like every single day is you like back one day arms, the other, how would that, how does that work out for you? Um, I have a really great trainer up here. Uh, his name's Rob Rabina works at Maple zone sports Institute. Um, and he, he's, we've been together since I was like 17 in high school. I went to him and like, it, it, it's, he's just kind of like helped me, like grow into like who I am today. I, I have to give him like most credit I can give just about anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we do is we have um, a five day, like a week workout to take the weekends off to kind of rest and recover. Um, and we do Monday upper body, Tuesday, lower body Wednesdays, like conditioning, but he does a different type of conditioning where it's like circuits where you're just doing athletic explosive things instead of going running a bunch. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Cause it's able to like, keep like, like, you know, like a lot of pitchers, people say aren't athletes. It's able to keep us athletic. And, yeah. um, and then we go uh, on Thursday and Friday, it's again, upper body, lower body, then take the weekend off, do it again. And it's cool because we don't just always do the same workouts. You do the same workouts and build up your weights for like a couple weeks and then you give it back to him and he writes you a new program to work on like adding to that stuff, which is really awesome. Um, so yeah, five days a week I go in that place, Maple Zone, and I, uh, I, throw, I like get warmed up. I'm there at about 930 in the morning, get warmed up. Uh, start throwing. I throw with like a throwing partner. They have like a whole pitching coordinator there. And then when we're done throwing, go up, get um, my, my lift in. And then uh, there's also like a little training room in there in case you need any like rehab done or something like that. So it's, it's a great facility. And then um, after that, I go home, get lunch. And then I go to my high school coach's facility 
and they don't have a uh, strength and conditioning coach right now. So I go in and I basically take them through the lifts that I do on because they're high school and middle school kids on like kind of a more like like lesser level. So yeah. it's not like pushing them to like <laughs> doing the same things when they're like 14 years old. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and that that that's the week um, for me mostly. I try like obviously try and have some fun like go see my friends and stuff like that um when i'm done work but yeah that's the week and then the weekend is just to rest recover and then we'll get back after it on monday so it's basically like not even talking about games just throughout what you've been doing this is basically your nine to five yeah yeah this is like uh, oh this is this is like the off season just like mm-hmm. the entire off season five days a week and then when we go back the schedule basically changes to uh, when they want us to do certain things. So we have to take into account, it's less about lifting. It's more about keeping our arm in shape, getting like uh, our bullpens in, games in. And then we build, depending on the workload of how we throw and all that, that's when we build in like the lifts. So we'll lift maybe like twice a week, like max, just so we're not overworking our bodies. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And from the amount of times I've talked to you, I, I can already tell, you you're never one of those guys that can sit and have a nine to five just be like an office job. You always no. need to be one of those guys yeah. that are consistently moving yeah. and everything like that, right? Uh-huh. Always moving around. Yeah. And I, I'm and trust me, I'm I'm the same way. I could never have a job where I'm just sitting there typing at a computer all day. Even though that's kind of what I do here, sitting and just talking about this. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> so we talked we talked about your strength and your conditioning, but how much does your diet come into effect when you're training? Cause someone like me, I work out constantly, but I'm not going to lie to you. I have the worst sweet tooth ever. <laughs> I'm constantly yeah. craving cake, ice cream, whatever. So how much does your diet have to come into play? to what you're doing. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I always support eating healthy. My parents have, uh, I've never been like a picky eater. So my parents have always like, as I was growing up, showed me different types of foods. My dad and mom are both great cooks. So they'll, uh, mm-hmm. they've always kind of made great meals for me growing up. And it's just kind of had me get into that rhythm. I've never like, um, I always believe it's okay to have like cheat days and stuff like that, because like, got to have a little fun out there. You can't yeah. be like suffering eating vegetables forever. But I think it's just about like the amounts that you like use it's it's important to be able to balance everything instead of just being like okay uh i'm gonna be like a vegetarian but you you'll get tired of that quick it'll feel like work to like have to do that just i, th- I think it's more important just to be able to balance everything and know what foods are help you be have a healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. i i completely get that and i need i didn't get so much better at that because like like <laughs> i said i'm always craving like and especially where i live um of my grandparents, they, my grandfather loves having cakes in the house and ice cream and all this stuff, just like me. So I, I can't resist, not gonna lie. But, um, funny, um what so it was like it, it was New Year's Day. Um, my girlfriend and I we went on a trip, mm-hmm. and um, she, she's like, she's a certified athletic trainer, and like, like I'm a professional athlete, and it was funny on New Year's Day at night. We're literally sitting there eating five guys together. <laughs> so it's just like one of those things like you don't have to be perfect. Just make sure you're balancing and like limiting the, the, the bad foods and make sure you're balancing the good foods. Okay. Well, let's be honest with ourselves for a second. Five guys is always worth it. All right. Five guys is always worth it. I'll, I'll, take a, I'll take the hit with five guys. So good. Man, I was – um. My freshman year of college, I was over in New Jersey at um, Seton Hall University, yeah. and there was a Five Guys that was five miles away. Right? Mm-hmm. I I didn't have a car on campus. I had nothing like walk that. Five guys. I would walk <laughs> ten miles. I did this at least five different times just to oh, get Five Guys. Just to get Five Guys. Oh, that is fantastic, man! The love I have for Five Guys is unmatched. Yeah, I, and now I, the school the school I go to now that's about uh, 45 minutes south of Boston. It's in uh, Franklin, Mass. That's yeah. the five guys right down the street. So I'm good. I'm all set. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So um, in our first interview, the um, the majority of the questions that we had asked you were all about your baseball life and everything like that. I know you jumped ahead of me a little bit with the <laughs> dance and all that, but 
I know baseball takes up a lot of your time, but mm -hmm. are there any other hobbies that you like to do when you're not playing the game? So it's interesting because I wanted to bring this up when we were set talking about how like through like the pandemic and all that, sometimes like that, like you can make the most out of it. So at the beginning of the pandemic, um, I, I'm, I've always been a very positive person. Yeah. And, um, I go to, I go to church and one of the very like higher ups in our church, unfortunately passed away. Mm -hmm. And when I first went to church, I was terrified. Um, and he made me feel like safe and like welcome, uh, when I came in there. So I was, I, I posted a video on my Instagram talking about how, uh, the littlest things can really like help people like be more comfortable. It's just about like smiling, saying hi, giving someone a compliment or just like checking in on someone that you haven't talked to in a while. And a lot of people liked it. And I was thinking, I was like, look, I have a lot of positivity to share why not like go after it? Like why, yeah. why, why like I, I think in Instagram is like everybody putting their best ver version out of them. Uh, sorry, their best versions of themselves out there. Why not is, why not be, have it be okay. Let be a little vulnerable, share the things that you've gone through in your life. Because I have stories about where I faced adversity and like overcome it and everybody has their own stuff. So um, that's what I did throughout the summer. I would make these videos t talking about like positivity and I would start to get more into it and I'd start to research things and talking about like motivation and how not just like saying like a motivational quote, but like trying to help people take the steps to do that. And it became really interesting. And so what I did was I made an own its own Instagram account. It's called Letters by Lucci. And it's really started to like, kind of not not like take off like crazy but yeah. um all my like close friends the people i really care about are really into it and i love being able to help the people i care about i would love to help more people in the world hopefully it gains more um attention as i go up through like the red sox organization that would be great to mm -hmm. help but yeah now that was my biggest thing is like through this pandemic where everybody's going through hard times it's just amazing that i was able to like kind of find something that I love, but it's also helping other people. Um, and yeah, and uh, so we're doing, I'm, I'm doing big things with it. I'm actually this weekend, I'm planning on um, designing a logo and like some merch for it. Nice. And then the merch will 50% of all uh, proceeds will go to, um, or all profits will go to um, a mental health organization, a mental health research organization. So I, yeah, I think that's something really important is just being able to like, especially through my life, like talent is one thing, but being able to have like a good, a healthy, like mental side, no matter like what your profession is, that's something that I want to emphasize, especially to the younger uh, ages. And it's something that I've been really working on a lot and I'm very happy about it. A hundred percent. Now I want, I want to say this off camera, but since you brought it up, right. I've been following that account for, a while now i think ever since you got it started you would put it on your main page and then i started following it and it's it's been very inspiring for me to see all those posts and everything yeah that you're posting so definitely mark me down for when you get merch out i'll be one of the oh, first you, to buy it. you got it man absolutely no I, I really appreciate that and that's that's what i that's why i love doing it like there will be some time like somebody i've never met in my life will sometimes like uh, DM me and be like, Hey, this like really helped me. And that's just like the most warming feeling because like, it's one thing to be able to like play baseball for a living. I love mm -hmm. that. I would never give that up, but yeah. that's like, I, I want to share something like bigger with the world too. Like, oh, 100%. That, that, yeah. So I, I feel like there's like a bigger purpose than just throwing baseballs for a living, you know? So, um, yeah. but you know, that, 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 that's what really makes me happy. And I hope I can continue doing it for a long time. Man, that is awesome. And I kind of feel the same way when I do this podcast. Like, not, um, what was I going to say? Like, for me, like I said, I'm a dancer. I'm an entertainer at heart. All right? yeah. I love giving people some entertainment. And, you know, because a lot of us, we have a lot of negative things in our life. Mm -hmm. And if I can sit here and, you know, entertain somebody for an hour or when I'm dancing, like, multiple hours to let them forget about everything else and just focus on that one thing. Yeah, and that means a lot. And I get quite a few viewers that will DM me and just be like, hey, listen to the podcast, your podcast. Awesome. And that means the absolute world to me that people that can help yeah. somebody, you know, 
kind of escape for an hour or so each week. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm definitely there. there with you. All right. Mm-hmm. Where was I? Um, so I know you probably can't tell me this, or I don't know if you've gotten any word, but have you gotten any word of where you're going to play in the Red Sox organization next year? No, I have, uh, I have no idea. Um, I have made, uh, I have made a couple goals for myself this upcoming season. I'm going to leave those undisclosed all due respect just because hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I like to keep that stuff to myself, but, um, uh, yeah, I have no idea. Um, I, I'm, sh- I, I, hope that's not up to me i can't control that but i just hope wherever i end up uh it, like I, I know it'll be a good place filled with good people and um hopefully that throughout the season i'll be able to climb a few levels so that's just uh that's the main goal and i i haven't heard anything about that but i'm just excited to get back after it and go out on the field again uh, i got you um but i could be wrong about this but i heard something that the spinners weren't part of the red sox organization anymore so yeah, the um, when they made the, uh, the, the the like shortened the amount of minor league teams, the spinners were one of those. Unfortunately, it kind of kind of stinks because like obviously that was where I started off my career. Um, mm-hmm. But again, like that that'll be a place like filled with memories. I, I love that place, and um, I, I I wish nothing for the but the best for everyone that was in that organization with me. Um, but yeah, so it looks like they'll have um, the like the Florida team, like the um, rookie ball, mm-hmm. and it'll go straight to um, Loe. To Loe, which is Salem, right? I think it's Salem now. Salem. Yeah, they switched Salem and Greenville, so Greenville's high A now, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes that makes sense. And man, I'm gonna miss the spinners too because no, like yeah. like I said, when um, until I was about four years old. Um, I lived in Lowell, and yeah. those were my first real baseball memories. Was my dad taking me out to Lowell Spinners games? You know, six, seven times a year, and just being able to watch baseball. Mm-hmm. And I'll always be that kid. It's like I want to do that when I get older. And once I was four, he threw me into t-ball. Yeah, you know, I, so. I, and I, and it's really unfortunate too because, like, like I said, like this, this Lowell was like my first. Um, experience of professional baseball. There's a lot of times where guys will get drafted and they'll put them in like at the spring training facilities down in rookie ball. And like, while that's still professional baseball, that's fun. It's like it, you're in the blazing heat all summer. There's not yep. like a whole lot of fans. When I was at like to begin my like professional career to be able to go to a field every day with like a bunch of other draft picks and like guys that have been with the organization and just like have three to 5,000 fans every night. It was nothing, there was nothing better. It was a fantastic way. It was just like, it was like college just emphasized a little more like, and it was a really great way to start off my career. And I'm, uh, I feel sorry that like we can't, uh, we can't continue that. But um, yeah, I, I really love that place. It was a lot of fun. And that place. And trust me, like um, after my family lived in Lowell, we moved down to Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were like half hour away from Orlando. Yeah. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Trying to play baseball in the summer in Florida. Yeah. That's tough. a death sentence right there. That's no. Yes, you can play in the winter in like Massachusetts. That's obviously a no go. But trust me, I'm taking Lowell over Florida any day. Yeah, it's fine. Like, you know JetBlue Park, right? Like, yes. Out in Florida. So like it was like that for instructs too. Like when you when, when like when I would come into games and there's like like people all around me, like a big situation, like the adrenaline's pumping. And I, I love, I feed off adrenaline. I love that. But when you're in like an, a huge empty stadium, throw into like just a guy, you know, it's just like, hmm, it isn't the it's same. It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's still, um, yeah, no, it, it, that, that's, that's definitely, you hit it on the nose there. It's, it's definitely going to be messed up and lol. hundred percent. All right. So, um, I've I've gotten an interview a couple of people around the um around the league, couple um minor league guys and a couple guys in the Red Sox, and I've asked this question. I never asked you it. Um I know a ton of players, especially pitchers, have a lot of superstitions. Now, um do you have any before you pitch? No. I uh really? I, I used to be very superstitious in high school. It came down to like the same socks every single game I was pitching, the same cleats. Like, I would never switch anything. And it drove me insane because 
if, like, what would happen is like if one little because one like if I had everything the same one little thing had to like change every time because I would forget mm-hmm. so I would remember oh I didn't do this exactly right and I'd go out there in my first inning and be all like nervous because I didn't do everything the same and I'd have a tough first inning and then I'd be like like I'd settle in and then I'd pitch fine the rest of the game but um I think a spe- I had to like become accustomed to it in college because like as like a reliever especially like sometimes they're just like all right get up you're hot and then you're in the game um those situations you don't really have time to like prepare or to have superstitions I have little routines that I do to stay ready like I do I, I do the same type of things like like to warm up and stuff like that but um the only I guess superstition I have is I draw something in the dirt before I like settle in and I get ready to actually pitch. So that, that that's the only thing, but no, I, I try and stay away from those. I think they're like, like that they're all, they're only like room to like kind of build the stress that, that, that like a game already has on you, which is usually a lot because there's like so much going on, but if you're able to lower that as much as you can, I think that's important, especially going into facing like the best hitters in the world. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, um, what was his name? I was talking with a guy. Uh, his name's Travis Kuhn. He was in the minor league system for the Mariners. Okay. And I asked, I asked him a question. He said he just always brings gummy bears with him. And before he's called up, um, to get warmed up, he'll just take a bunch of gummy bears, just shove them all in his mouth, and he'll be good for the game. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand, but uh, no, little things like that. That's awesome. Like because if that's what it takes for you to like get focused in do it man it's just oh, like man. like i said like i draw something in the dirt like that's that's my way of like focusing in he needs gummy bears to do that man you do you man that is i i found that absolutely hilarious but um what's my next question okay so i got two more questions for you yeah um first one being uh, and these are both related to the mlb in general um with the red sox roster right now what do you think of that roster now that we've had kind of, I don't know, our position players have mainly stayed the same, but we've had like a complete revamp of the pitching rotation mm-hmm. with hopefully more to come. But um, what do you think about the Red Sox team and who do you think is the best team in baseball right now? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I think the Red Sox have, uh, have had a year full of adversity, to say the least. Um, it was really tough not having sale this year. Uh, I actually, he, I was down in Florida for a little bit and he was down there with me and like his training's going well. So I'm excited to see him come back. I think he's going to have a very strong year. We um, really need it. Yeah. Yeah. I met um, Nick Pavetta, which was funny because. Oh, really? Yeah. Nick Pavetta uh, pitched in for the Phillies when I was in, like younger. So like I would watch him growing up. Oh, wow. And now he's with the Red Sox. So I'm like sitting there talking. And I was like, Hey, I used to watch you all the time. But, um, so yeah, he, he's a really good guy. He's got nasty stuff. I'm hoping he's going to have a great year. Um, I think, uh, from the guys that I've talked to, I, I love watching Evaldi pitch. I think he's such a powerful guy. Like I'm like, I'm a power pitcher. I like just like blowing it by people. I think his stuff is electric. I think Mm -hmm. he goes out, has a good year, sale has a good year. And then like, the guys just bring it all together. I think it was just definitely hard with this season, but I think if the guys bring it all together, I, I we, we could do, we could do something real special. Um, as for the best team in baseball, sheesh, that that's tough. I mean, I think I'm gonna have to say like the Dodgers just because they're they're loaded. It's mm-hmm. it, they took they they took Mookie from us and like Sadly. having Mookie and Bellinger in the same outfield is like crazy enough. That's almost an instant playoff team. Just yeah, it's an instant playoff team. Plus, you have Dustin May, Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller, like all these guys, like a ridiculous amount of arms to go mm-hmm. with. Um, but I'm re- what I'm really interested to see is how the Dodgers and the Padres series play out, and who wins the NL West. That's going to be really interesting. Them, them Padres, they just said they just completely said screw it. Yeah. Farm system, farm system, be damned. We, we want some playoff wins, like. And I mean, throughout my basically entire life, I've really never seen the Padres go anywhere far. So yeah. to see them really make that step up, 
I'm so excited to see what that team can do. I'm very interested to see it as well. Like their rotation just got um, like insane. Probably the best in baseball. Yeah, probably, yeah, roughly. And then when you have like the electricity they have on the left side of the infield, that, that that's going to be a really intense team. Oh man, I can't, I can't wait. And just to see the firepower that on Tatis brings, mm-hmm. and that new kind of youth style. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've so never. I've, guys, that's what makes baseball so fun. I, I apologize for interrupting you, but like, you guys like Tatis, Acuna, just being able to like, like that. That's what it is like play the game like a kid, like we were saying, and just mm-hmm. absolutely have a blast with it. I love that stuff. Yeah, you know who has the best style to that, and I know they're in interdivision rival, but I love the way the Blue Jays are building up with oh, that yeah. youth core of Bichette, Vlad Guerrero, and um. Biggio? Yes, Biggio. Biggio, with, yeah. With those three, having that youth style infield, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, one of my bu- – actually, my one of my ca- my catcher in Lowell, um, Jax Groshans, his little brother, Jordan, uh, was on the taxi squad. He's He absolutely destroys baseballs, and he'll probably <laughs> – it looks like he, he might make it up this year too. So it looks like they'll he's with the Blue Jays, so they'll have like – another young core prospect. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the Sox can take them. Man, this season, this season has been a fun – it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I got, I got it being a huge fight between the Yankees. I know the Rays lost Snell, but the Rays are still up there, and the Blue Jays all really, really fighting for that top spot with the Red Sox not being too, too far behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be a fun season. It's but. gotten to be a very intense uh, division. Like all, all the t- like, there's no like outlier team that like uh, will like absolutely just take away the division. Say one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We're just we're just not gonna talk about the Orioles. No, no. <laughs> eh, give them give them five years, they might be there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I got I got a lot of buddies on the Orioles. The the um their second round pick was actually my teammate in college. Oh, really? So, I'm I'm rooting for the Orioles to build up really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Final question I have for you. All right. Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, you want to talk about it? <laughs> I really don't want to talk. I'm just kidding. Go with the question. Man, I'm. I can't say anything. I'm a Pats fan. It wasn't a great season. To right. say the least. Cam Newton wasn't two two touchdowns all year at Gillette. Two. That's a passing touchdown, as I should say. Two passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen himself had four at Gillette Stadium. Josh Allen is, I think he's like the next Brett Favre. Really? Yeah. I can see that, actually. I think he's Brett Favre with wheels. Mm-hmm. Like, And um, for me, with um, this podcast, I got a couple other podcasts. We created this whole kind of network of podcasts. We have basketball podcasts and um, a yeah. football podcast. I was just I'm talking with one of my buddies who runs that mm-hmm. about them. And he's like, I was, I was telling that I was going to do this interview and I'm like, yeah, he's, he's an Eagles fan. And I'm, he said, yeah, tell him I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just so tough, man. Like I, I don't, I know we're trying to like act it's professional. It's a podcast, but now nah, there's we, no need to be professional. We, <laughs> no need to the Eagles, man. Oh my gosh. Like we screw up every single first round pick. Like, we passed on Justin Jefferson, who's – I think he should have been the offensive rookie of the year over Justin Herbert. It's very debatable. It's, but, I got, I got uh, Herbert, but I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I, I'm fr- – like, Tulane's in Louisiana. I would always go watch LSU games. I'm watching Justin Jefferson. I'm like, this guy's electric. We didn't get CeeDee Lamb because the Cowboys stink. But <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but – Justin Jefferson's there, and we don't pick him. And I, I was just like, yep, this season's going to – whatever. But I was a fan of the Jalen Hurts pick. I will say that. I think I, – I don't want us to, like, try and, like, stall time and take another quarterback. I think Jalen Hurts is someone we can build around. I think he, he's like – like, when he was at Alabama, like, he is a winner. He knows how to win. So, um, yeah, I'm just uh, – we have the sixth pick, it looks like. Which something around it, that, it's yeah. funny because like if you're gonna tank, like tank, do it right. <laughs> Just tank. Don't be <laughs> still in contention <laughs> yeah, for, the, like, for the division in week sixteen with only yeah. four damn wins. 
<laughs> but um, the kid who just won the Heisman from um, Devonte uh, Smith, mm-hmm. love that guy. And the funny thing is, Jamar Chase from LSU. Those two are like debatable. I really yeah. want Devonte Smith, but I feel like the Eagles will do something and like pick Jamar Chase. But I don't know. I, uh, I have a bad feeling with the Eagles that if um, Jalen Hurts is available at six, he's getting taken by the Eagles. Who? And that Jalen um, Jalen Hurts? That's name? No, from Jalen's the quarterback for yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If he if he's available, come uh-huh. pick six. I have a bad feeling they'll be like, you know what? That's our QB. Because <laughs> I love I love um, oh, what's his name? The backup. Why am I blanking on his name? The QB for the Eagles now. That's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Then who's the QB out of Oklahoma? Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Are you thinking of? Are you thinking of the Ohio State kid, or um, the uh, whoever just beat the? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Beat Clemson. Um, why yeah, am I forgetting yeah. his name? I don't know why I'm forgetting his name too. But you know who I'm talking about. I have a bad feeling that the Eagles will take him. I think honestly that he'll get picked higher than that. Because, like, he, he really proved himself. He balled out, yeah. He might get taken two to the Jets if they want to stick with Darnold mm-hmm. or not. But, what, you don't you don't think Nate Sudfeld is a future QB? I mean, you saw, you saw him in Week 17. I didn't even watch that game. I, I'm really? sorry. I lo- I'll bleed green till I die, but that – that I, I couldn't watch that game. That was awful. I don't <laughs> I don't blame you. They – like like you said, podcast, want to keep it professional, but they yeah. – they purposely tanked, and I, I hated, I hated the idea. And one of my, one of my best friends is a huge Giants fan. We're sitting there talking on the PS4 while on our laptops the game is going, and he's sitting there screaming at me, saying, "Why did the Eagles have Nate Sudfeld in?" It was it was brutal. Uh, Justin Fields. Justin That's- Fields, not Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Justin Fields. Yeah, he he should probably go too to the Jets, but. Mm-hmm. That's I open. What'd you say? I said uh, that's what I was hoping for is if, like, one of the wide receivers is down there. Because I, I would also want the Bengals to pick Jamar Chase so he could be with Joe Burrow. Oh, that would be deadly. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. But, like I said, like, we'll see how, we'll see how it goes. I, the, the Eagles will screw it up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> no faith at all. Yeah. No faith in his team. It's just, it's just the price of being an Eagles fan, man. You got you to gotta go with it. Take man. the hit. I completely agree. But that being said, I got nothing more to ask you. I definitely do want to have you on again, probably towards the end of the season when, you know, because I know you're going to be crazy busy during the season. But love to keep in touch with you. Love to have you on probably around October, November when the season ends. Uh, With that being said, you got anything else to say to the people watching? No, I just want to thank you for having me again. Looking forward to uh, being on again, maybe towards the end of the season. Hopefully we have a Nice, successful season. And, uh, yeah, until then, thank you again. And, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how far you can climb up the ladder with the team because, like I said, I've seen highlights and stuff. I've seen how much you put in the work on um, your Instagram stories and everything like that. You deserve it, 100%. Thank you. I so, really appreciate that, man. With that being said to the fans, love you guys. Love all the support you give us. Hopefully we'll get to see Brendan Salucci climb up the ranks. Make sure you keep an eye on him. And I'll see you guys next time. So that was the interview with Mr. Brendan Salucci. Like I said, hopefully you guys watched the whole thing and you got to listen to everything he has to say. Great guy. Really, really great guy. I always enjoy talking to him. And like I said, with most of the people that I've interviewed, the conversation just flows. You know, very easy to talk to guys. And growing up for me, like I always had the stigma about professional athletes that, oh, it's going to be so awesome if I get to even talk to them, say two sentences to them, you know. And now I get to sit here, and I've talked with a little spinners pitcher, Brendan Slushy, really great guy to talk to, um, a shortstop in the Red Sox organization, Christian Koss. Also, he was just very relatable more than anything. He was just down-home guy. And then Garrett Whitlock, our relief pitcher for the Red Sox, and I really related to him because he was Southern boy. But finally, to wrap this episode up, there are two things that I want to talk about. Firstly being... Um, the news, Red Sox news, Andrew Benatendi is reportedly being shopped around and is interested by some teams. Now, the Red Sox are looking for um, pitching prospects and outfield prospects, which I think we need to lean more on the pitching prospects more than, more than the outfield prospects. But 
Angel Man Nintendo batted 103 last year. I know if my little sister's watching, she is devastated about that news. When I told her, she was already extremely devastated, but I just want to get to that because the next time I'm going to be able to record is Friday. So I just want to drop my take about that. It's very, very, very well-deserved. He didn't play well. Got to trade him. Maybe he could bounce back. And if he does bounce back for another team, great for him. You know? You know what I mean? I, I, I do want the best for him. I just don't think the best for him right now is on the Red Sox. And I don't think it's in the Red Sox' best interest to keep him on the team. So, with that being said, I don't think I have anything else to talk to you guys about. Next episode, I will be recording Friday. Still don't know if I have a guest in there or not. But we'll figure it out. One thing that I liked from, um, from this week is... All the football games being played this weekend, right? We had some crazy, crazy, crazy entertaining games on Saturday. You know, it was it was a blast to watch. All right, Taylor Heineke, I know we were just talking in the last episode about wanting Alex Smith to play, and it was sad they didn't, but Taylor Heineke came out here and almost matched Brady step for step. That was insane. I, I love that. So, with that being said, just want to get that out of the way real quick. Make sure you like and subscribe. Let's roll that out your music. God bless each and every one of you. Don't forget to keep him very, very close to you. I really hope you guys have an amazing week. Wish me luck on my trip back to um, Dean College. I will talk about that more in the next um, video. But catch you guys next time. Stuck inside, won't you set me free? And getting drunk at night, won't you let me be? Yeah. Step out there, you cannot defeat. Yeah, yeah. What has gone too far now? It's quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not guitar. We got the time. Gonna be for months till we're gonna see the sign. Like a legal switch out. Let me share my doubts. When are we gonna leave with the juice? Yeah, I'm the doctor, the foot and I got her, even sometimes, yeah, I got her, playing all mine, if the top first, count one times, yeah, and I'm really feeling bad, I do, and I'm really, really mad at you, and we really got a bad ass crew, got a bad ass crew, gotta see you soon, yeah, being a bad, bad mood, yeah, stuck inside, won't you set me free, yeah, and getting drunk at night, won't you let me be, yeah. Step out there, you cannot defeat